Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Here are the patterns. We just received two 15-minute broadcasts. Are these non-random signals? 104 rapid pulses. After a five-second interval, 40 pulses. Another five-second break and 30 pulses. 60 seconds of silence and then an entirely new set of numbers. 40, break 5, 36, break 5, 10. 104 rapid pulses. Lord. Wait 60 seconds and the whole doggone thing repeats. Where are these signals coming from? Right in the neighborhood. Light travel time roughly seven seconds. It's well within the plane of the eclipse. Are these non-random signals here? 40, 36, 10? In response to that? No, they should be. We've been sending out this musical combination for weeks, but all we're getting back are numbers. This could mean the India sounds reached a dead end. They don't mean a thing. There's still so much that we don't know. How about where the signals originate? No. Excuse me. Maybe that letter. What, what letter is 104? Excuse me. I am the one and only America's favorite, the huggable heavy longbow. Before I got paid to uh, speak French, I, uh, I used to read maps. This first number is a longitude. Uh, yeah. Two sets of three numbers. Degrees, minutes, and seconds. Now, the first number has three digits, and the last two were below 60. Obviously, it's not in right ascension and declination on the sky. These have to be Earth coordinates. Surely somebody has a There's map. a globe in the globe. county supervisor's office. <laughs> what we need. Maybe there's a release pen underneath. Let's get the top. That's a $2,500 globe. What are you guys doing? I can look at a globe based on Africa and tell you when the globe was made. Pennsylvania Turnpike, once a dream of a few far-seeing men, is now a reality. Less than two years after construction was started, the 160-mile concrete limited way was open to traffic. Here are the men under whose leadership and direction Pennsylvania Turnpike took form. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustave Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. So eating pizza is like eating is what you were telling me? No, I said eating pizza for me is like eating chips and salsa. I always eat too much. Why are you winking? Mm-hmm. Is that a code word? I believe that Ty, Ty is, 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 is the one that added the vulgarities into this conversation. I, I'm not sure that that's correct. I don't remember having ever uttered any vulgarities tonight. <laughs> None at all. <laughs> Uh, Senator, uh, let the editing show, Yana. <laughs> Did I ever tell y'all about the time that I had the three-way ruined by a Taco Bell drive-through? <laughs> no, I do not believe I've ever heard this. No. Do you want to stop now, or is this just a non sequitur? Just remind me to someday bring that back up. Oh my god! It just popped into my mind when we were standing out there. I don't. I, maybe it was. Geology talk that spurred it on, but yeah, yeah, rocks will do that. It'll get you. So carry on.
All right, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast where one of the members had a three-way get ruined by a Taco Bell employee, apparently. No, it wasn't an employee. It was just the whole Taco Bell drive-through situation. Oh. Now, I, I can save it. Just It's all right. Okay. okay. I'm a Gustav Montebon. I am the politically correct Ty Webb. I am the one and only America's favorite, the huggable Heavy Longmire. That's what I'm talking about. That's what America wants. There's an episode title. Huggable, Huggable Heavy, Heavy Longmire. Yeah, we but he's got he's got to do something to earn that episode title. But when we do our first plushes for the show, they're going to be little Huggable Heavies. Yeah. Oh, won't, yeah, Huggable Heavies. won't be you and I. It'll just be Huggable Heavies. <laughs> no, they'll smell like fresh mint. Mint, <laughs> it'll, it'll mint patchouli. Like, it'll smell like that concoction he's got fermenting over there it'll smell like used tevas <laughs> yeah you can find us on twitter i am at real gustav i am at ty web three zero 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 and you can find me at heavy longmire the show twitter is can you hear me pod and the show email is can you hear me pod at gmail.com and the show website is canyouhearmepod.com. Okay, uh, we were talking in between episodes there, and I had the opportunity to go on a work trip that was... I had to spend a couple of weeks on the uh, East Coast, and I had the weekend off, but it didn't make sense to fly back home, so I decided to take a little uh, road trip. Ah, uh, Yes up to see my former work wives in the Philadelphia area. So Going back to Tom's country. Huh? They all still there? Uh, yeah, they're all still there. I, I wasn't able to see everybody. I wasn't able to see... Uh, How's the local honey up there? Well, I'll get to that in a moment. I did pass through Amish country, where local honey, honey was being sold hmm. on the road. Saw a couple of buggies, you know, but I couldn't stop. I was on a mission. Because it was... Uh, From God? Six, six and a half hour drive. Oh, so you put some effort in. I put this. some effort, yeah. Yeah. Well, so there, here's my first note. I've always heard about the Pennsylvania Turnpike. You ever heard that? Yeah, I've heard that. So Is that I'm a ex- position? Yeah, that's also a... Uh, it's where you... She, she turns one way and then you have to turn another. Anyway, I'll, I'll include... Left legs up. A diagram of that for our uh, listeners at home. Cover so art. So I check my, my phone to say, okay, how am I going to get from where I'm at to this place on the... Uh, Checked the map. Chip, I did not get a physical map. But map on your phone. Map on my phone. Okay. And it says Pennsylvania Turnpike. I'm thinking, okay. I just think that's like a highway. Do you think there's anybody within 10 square miles of us right now, under 40, that has an actual map in their vehicle? Oh, yeah. Under 30? No. Mm, I don't know about the under 40. There's probably some. Do you have one in your vehicle? He just burned you. I'm not under 40. But if he doesn't, if Gus doesn't have one, you think one of these suburban You know what? I could probably dig one out. I think I have a Texas and Colorado map in the old Roadster there. Okay. Impressive. I'm just thinking that there may be some... uh, Just because I've been too lazy to take it out from... Maybe lower income folks that might have a map that maybe don't have... uh, No, I don't think so. Lower income folks have smartphones. Smartphone payments are cheaper than the map. That might be right there. Anyway, did so, you love the old road atlas though? Oh yeah, who oh, the Rand McNally? I At- love maps. Atlas love maps and atlas the globe. In, yeah. Also love the globe. What yeah. I like to do Y'all now? Y'all seen my old globe? That was my dad's, right? <laughs> Why are you looking at me old eyebrows perked up like you're telling me some kind of spy secret? I had to rephrase that real quick because it was going to come out really weird. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it came out perfectly normal. <laughs> right. It was going to be worse. <laughs> Saved it with the solo there. You've seen that old globe. Looking at Africa and Eastern Europe, it's, this is a globe from the early 50s. Yeah, I, I can I can look at a globe based on Africa and tell you when the globe was made. Oh, wow. Probably within within uh, five years. Well, range. that goes in the montage. Yeah, I can't do that. Does yours, but... Does yours have bourbon in it like mine? No. Oh, I used to love the idea of the globe slash bar where you yeah, yeah. lifted it up. and High tone. I, that's being rich right there in my mind, mm-hmm. my childhood mind. Right. You've made it. With a nice thick shag under it. Oh, 
Pennsylvania Turnpike. If I go to get on, on it, and you is it like the Will Rogers Turnpike? Well, it's a toll road. Okay, and it gives you a list when you get on it of all the stops, like all the exits. Oh, okay, and all how the much exits. it's going to cost you from this point on. It gives you a list, like what, like they give you a piece of paper? Yeah, like a piece of paper, like a ticket. You're supposed to read that while you're driving? Well, I, it's lucky that I read it because it was going to be $20 to drive to uh, Philadelphia. Holy shit. Way to go, Northeast. And I was like, fuck this. And so I got off at the first exit, you know, right there. you know. That's what you get with those blue states. No kidding. I'm telling you. And damn, damn taxes. So then I find uh-huh. the alternate route and I go through Amish country. And it was a enjoyable ride, but it added like an extra hour on there. See any houses going up? Got to pay extra for convenience. Yeah, well, that's what this was, and so and there's only a handful of exits even on the damn thing. There's like whole swaths, like maybe counties, where you just jump past. No now, shit. Obviously, Pennsylvania is not as big as Texas, you know, but Texas. Yeah. So anyway, I get there. I show like somebody cocking a gun. It did, didn't it? It did. It hurt enough. Jacking a slide, you know. Some Amish dude's pissed. So get there. We go to a diverse neighborhood. He's he's cocking a rubber band gun. (laughs) (laughs) We we go have lunch. Me and uh, two of the ladies, Uh, old times, you know, just like hadn't missed them at all. They just show up, or they know you. No, they knew I was coming. We had orchestrated. Was one of these the Italian stallion? One's the Italian stallion, and one is my uh, my Vietnamese office mate. So I had radio edit. (laughs) No, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's why we're Eskimo brothers, right there. I'm sorry, man. If you hear this, I'm sorry. And Marion, if you if you hear it, you know. Our dads would be so proud right now. <laughs> oh, That's our boys. Lord. Yeah, that was the most that was the most your father's ever coming out right there. Oh, <laughs> oh man. We both pulled that right uh, at the same time. Yeah. We didn't miss a beat. <laughs> <laughs> so the you, the Italian staying and you're going out for lunch. So we go have lunch, and, you know, we just talk about everything. And then... What'd you have for lunch? Did you uh, eat some pho? No, we didn't have pho. Tasty although, cakes? Although, it didn't have any taste cakes. Although, I'm not calling her... Radio edit. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing... Nan. You know you want to. Nan. Nan from Vietnam? Nan from Vietnam. She was one of the boat people. Was she? She was a... a, a Young child. Oh, that'd be. When they came across a cool story. To hear. And her uncle had to pull a pistol on people to keep on John them from, Kerry from wasting. <laughs> that'd be a better story. <laughs> from wasting uh, the potable water on the boat because people were using it to like wash their hands or stuff instead of drinking, and they were running out of wow. water. Wow. So anyway, uh, I'd like to hear the. I like hearing those kind of well, stories. Well, too bad y'all pissed her off. I didn't piss. What the hell did I do? Vat her on. Anyway, we love good radio. Never even met her. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Rector, don't even know her. Too far. <laughs> you always got to go too far. Uh, yeah. Too far. Uh, we ate at some bistro. Uh, so you, the Italian stallion, and go out to a bar. <laughs> right. Well, we finished lunch, but we're still enjoying each other's company, so we go to the Goodwill. Oh. <laughs> Whose idea was that? Right. I think it was mine. You Actually, think? wait. I missed a stop. We went to Susie's. Yes. Susie's. This is why we're here for this story. So we go to Susie's on a Saturday afternoon. All right. It's about Hopping. four o'clock. This is a bad time, apparently, for Susie's. Now, R- in the past. Me, is Susie, isn't Susie's the one that has a little bitty stage in the corner? Tiny little stage. Okay. Uh, I'm interested to hear about the, how, the, how her allergies are doing. Uh, I did not. Now, I haven't been there in obviously like three years. So, well, I I'm interested that girl in not still the, there? I'm I did interested not in recognize how... any strippers on Saturday afternoon that I had seen before. How's so they her must daughter's ha- allergies doing then? They must have a high turnover. I wonder if their benefits aren't good. It would appear that way. Is this hmm. non union? I assume it's non union. Don't have a 401? Probably. Like that? Maybe a 403B. I'm not sure what their okay. profit well, status whatever is. Whatever it takes. I love a good right-to-work stripper. So, we had been there in the evenings on a work, 
uh, union stripper. Work day. <laughs> <laughs> These tassels are unacceptable. Uh, Call fucking OSHA. Talk to the shop steward. She's the one in the thong. Um, oh, that'd be great. The people there during the weeknights that we were, or that I was there, and the girls went with me the one time. It was mostly people after work, and they were just kind of there to see a couple of titties and you know have a drink and leave. Yeah, isn't this where you could also just buy a six pack of beer? Yeah, you just walk in and buy a beer it's and amazing. walk out with it. The people there at four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon had probably been there a while. They're the true believers, and been there since about eleven. Yeah, yeah. They're the VFW crowd, and the strippers did not like one another. I think there were three or four girls. I'm not Ooh. exactly sure. But we had a stripper fight going on over music. Somebody turned up or turned down the music because they don't have a DJ at Susie's. Stripper mutiny. The stripper. Somebody is wanting Kenny Chesney and somebody is wanting Def Leppard. Tupac, huh? At my previous times at Susie's, it was a diverse crowd of white and black girls. Okay. On this Saturday afternoon, there was nobody there listening to Kenny Chesney. Okay. Mm. More of a Tupac crowd? It was more of a Run the Jewels crowd. Okay. And they were... What's what's that crowd? Younger and a little bit more aggressive than than Tupac, you know. A little more hard-driving music. Okay. And they did not like each other. Like Winger? Yeah, exactly like Winger. Okay. It's basically like a Winger video. Yeah, totally. Crocus. They didn't come to blows... But they were up in each other's faces. <laughs> not, not for free. No. Right. That cost extra. And so the girls, who again, that I'm with, they're not used to such things. Right. I'm not sure I've ever seen a full-on stripper fight like this myself. I've seen Now, were these girls of color? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hence the part nobody's listening to Kenny Chesney in the original. Uh, well, I, I don't... Maybe young... Did your was this your idea to go to Susie's? I don't know. I don't. I don't listen to Kenny Chesney, so I, I don't know. I I may have suggested as a joke and as a footnote to anybody that wants to have some fun. Always suggest things as a joke. Just yeah, floating just, that test just balloon. See where it goes, and then you could play it off. If not, I was just kidding. <laughs> well, I didn't right. Or if it, if it actually you know starts to get some momentum. Oh, y'all interested? Can... Speaking of that, I just pulled that name out of the. Ha- Is Kenny Chesney the bald one? He's the one yeah. that always wears a hat. He's like five zero, and he used to have the. He was married he to Renee Zellweger. Zellweger, her beef bee sting face, and he's got he's like secretively gay. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know any of those guys. And he sings he's, lots of songs about the beach. He's terrible. He's awful. Yeah, I don't know. Awful rich. So I, I mean, you're right? Yeah, I mean, scoreboard. How many albums have you sold? Yeah, Hoyt. Not nothing yet. Not yet. <laughs> Future episode's going to be Heavy's demo tapes. There's a book I've been reading about how to get this accomplished, though. Yeah. So, in the work, the girls are wide-eyed about our stripper fight going on, and nobody's stripping. Like, oh. one girl's just sitting up on stage, like, fuck this, I'm not doing anything. She's like protesting. These girls are fighting over here. Another girl's, I think they're Are they four. topless? No. They're fully I, clothed. I barely saw a nipple while we were there. Now, we were only there long enough for the girls to have a beer, because we weren't staying around. And then shit went down. Yeah, and then some guy that may have been missing a thumb that was super drunk comes over. I love a guy that may be missing a thumb. Once the girl, he buys cigarettes from a cigarette machine. No shit, they got a cigarette machine? They got a cigarette machine. This place is awesome. Mm -hmm. And he comes and sits down next to one of the girls and wants them to... uh, Open his uh, use his ladder. No, wants use his to, ladder wants for him because he ain't got a thumb. Wants him to open the, <laughs> the the plastic on the cigarette pack, and I'm like, I know they don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm like, here, I'll do it, and he's like, I'm sure you would, honey, or something like that. So now I'm thinking, Just I'm punch gonna, him in the nose. Well, I'm thinking, I know he's not alone with the, his other drunks. Okay, and they're between the door and us. So I am thinking, how are we gonna, you know, if this yeah. gets weird. Can you order a Schlitz there? I bet you could. Mm. Love a good cold Schlitz. Now, so, this is kind of a... What size of town is this close to? This is in like... Uh, it's... Just outside of Philly? Yeah, it's just outside of Philly in the suburbs. 
So like a suburb like McKinney or Allen? Like McKinney 20 years ago. Or a suburb like Princeton, Farmersville. Well, it was more like about McKinney 20 years ago, where it's kind of growing, but it's not dense. And even it in and of itself is out by itself, right? Yeah, yeah. So it would be like... Anna? Well, if Anna had grown another 10 years or so. So this would be like out towards... Like Murphy? This would be like out towards other side of Roy City or something yeah, from Dallas. Yeah, I mean it's 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 there's still out like, towards Lake Tawakany. Right, there's a corridor of that would business, explain a lot. But you're getting further and further out, you know. Okay, like Quitman. A lot of people <laughs> yeah. drive into the city. Okay, and a lot of nice neighborhoods, but then there's still so not like Quitman. No, not like but but there's still it's not dense. So there's like Karnak. Okay, we don't need to establish exactly what it's like. Anyway, we got out of there. We saw a couple of like like thumb- boat cheetah, probably like Gun Barrel City. We saw a couple of thumb nipples. Was about all the nudity we saw on this okay. like Mount Enterprise. That was oh lord about ninety pounds. Town. And we got out and we got some donuts after that. Okay, and then we went to the Goodwill. <laughs> this is such a Smorgasbord of a trip. From a Philadelphia Goodwill? We've been no. to lunch. We went to the strip club. We got some donuts. No, we picked I, up some I beer. I don't think I bought anything. No, I did buy something. I think I bought a board game. Oh, I bought the racist board game at the uh, at the Goodwill. A racist board game. A racist board game. And so I'm with Nan, who you've dubbed Radio Edit. Yeah, she will forever be known as Radio Edit. Thank you. So it was. He was a good guy. Actually. Who? How you men? Okay. He had some good ideas. All right. Is this... Is the, <laughs> you ever seen a little person dressed up as Ho Chi Minh? Is that his next line? No, not at all. Well, He just let, wanted freedom. That's all he wanted. Go ahead. There were some good aspects to him. I'll give you that. In the beginning. Do you... Why are you waving around his letter to Woodrow Wilson? <laughs> it's proof of what his true intentions were. He just loved were. his people, right? And why did you put your little cap with the red star on? Wow, you know, it's memorabilia. It's a collection. All right, so Nan and the uh the What Italian are you doing with your eyes? <laughs> are, okay. And that's where I'm going. Okay? okay. Oh, no. We're at the Goodwill, and I'm looking at the board games, and I see this board game called Stir Crazy. Ah, that's got to be good. And Based it, on the movie? I believe it was called Stir... No, that would be less racist. So it was a dinner party game. Made in the 90s, where it had obviously white women with slant eyes dressed in kind of nebulous Asian clothes on the cover, drawing of it. And it encouraged you to speak with a fake Oriental accent when your guests came. Asian accent. Well, this is what it said, okay? okay. This is 1990 or What's whatever. the okay. name of this? Stir Crazy. And it, wow. it, invi- it was like a, kind of like a... Like stir fry? Yeah. Like a like a Food Network cooking game type thing where you have a disc and you get these certain. It was like on the Office, the episode where Michael's doing diversity training, right? And it has a, a cassette tape with Asian Oriental music on it to play, is what it says. Wow! And you're did you buy to... this? Oh yeah. Okay. Because when else am I going to find a racist? Well, have you listened to the tape? Not yet. We may listen to it next time I, we record. Yeah. I'll try and uh, have that Do you have a cassette player? Yeah. Do you have a cassette player? No. <laughs> I don't either. Fuck. Of course. I don't goes... even fucking have a DVD player. I got one I of got those. a DVD. I got a VHS player. Do you really? How else am I going to watch 80s porn? I got reel to reel. Really? Nope. No. Anything to play it on? He does not have a reel to reel. Okay. My folks still have a reel to reel, though. I could borrow theirs. Yeah. This goes back to our question about which of us is going to have blank right he's not gonna have anything right i'm throwing it all out <coughs> burn it down trash it trash Throw it. don't need it got all the memories i need right here right up there right anyway so i got that it's it's a treasured part of my uh, thing and it had never been used it's How got m- the paper hats no shit it's paper got hats. it's got the little pepper chef hats and a paper apron how many because i know you are a collector of board games how many board games do you think you have let me guess. Okay, and I, want you and to I guess will say too. I will say in my total I would also count card games 
in, okay. in the board okay. game. But okay. die games. Dice games. Like Boggle or like Yahtzee? I, I, I don't know. I mean, but I mean, I mean, like you... card games, you can pick up a pack or, you okay, know. You okay, know, but okay. Like Old Maid. Yeah. Uno. Uno, yes. Yeah. Although I have the box Uno. Uno holds up, too. We play Uno. I, I'm, play it all I'm a fan often. of Uno. I like Uno. All right. Um, let's see. Have you ever played Dose? Should we, <laughs> should we just turn it off now or I mean, I don't... pull the plug? Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Right. No, it's done. All right, what do you? Th- how many board games do you think Gus owns? How many games do you think Gus owns? I'm gonna say this is not including puzzles, and I've never seen yeah, no puzzles. I've seen pictures of his, and I've seen parts of his collection, but not all. So I, this really is a guess. I'm gonna say he's like Gordo with typewriters, probably worse, way way more. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say three fifty. I'm going to say 277. $1. Yeah. It's it's closer to tie. It's probably between 350 and 400. That's no what I'm talking shit. about. Yeah. What do you, I get for winning? Give me the kimchi. You get a free car. I gave you a Coke. Yeah, that's true. And pizza. Yeah, and pizza. Big ups I, to Gus. Where do you keep pizza? all these? So they were all in, in the, the house. Shed. Right, because the last time I remember, they were above. They're everywhere. Like your, uh, I remember a bunch used to be above your gun safes. Yeah, they're b- above the gun safe. <laughs> and I like it. I like a man that has more than one gun safes. safes. All right, yeah, I, yeah. More than one. What do you have more of? Board games or weapons? Board games. <laughs> Although, if just, you include your family's weapons, I think I still, I think I still have board games. But it's a, it's getting it's, there. It's photo finish now. Just like board games. I don't know exactly how many firearms I own. Oh, wow. And I re... Honestly, I don't... <clears throat> yeah, go ahead, though. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, yours right. is like... Yeah. Yeah. A recurring theme right now between my dad and my brother and I, and it's usually my dad... Is this about to get homoerotic? No, no. <laughs> that's not, we're not opening those tabs. Uh, my dad's like, did you buy this gun? Where did we get this gun? I don't remember buying this gun. And then none of us can remember how, the, yeah. where this gun came from. Because there was a time where my dad and I, especially when he still worked at the plant he used to work at, somebody would want to sell something, and he didn't want to pass it up, but he might not want to buy it all, or maybe he was short on cash or whatever time. So he and I would split. So we owned a mm-hmm. bunch of guns together. Right. But then it was like, I don't know, or he would trade for something. Right. And so... It's in fact I was just over there last weekend and he's like, Do you remember this gun? And I'm like, I think we built it out of parts. It was in this stuff that we bought, but yeah, but yeah, we got tons right now that we're not real sure about. And they're not quality, you know, like twenty twos or something. Right. But you're like, I don't remember buying that. Yeah. What is what do you think is your oldest game? My oldest game? I have a uh, it's from the thirties that's like a it's it's real. I can't remember the name of it. It's real simple mechanics. It's just hangman. You spin. I have an awesome hangman from the seventies. There's got some of those old Vin- hangmans that are awesome. The the cover art on this hangman from the seventies. <clears throat> it's got Vincent Price as a hangman in the old west. Yeah, it's it's, fa- it's awesome. It's one of my favorite ones. Now, Mrs. Gustav, while I was on an extended business trip, moved most of my games into storage. Oh. Do you know for sure that they're there? Yeah, I go and visit them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go to check. Go check Spend on the them. night there. Um, we play, like last night, now last night we played Dominoes and we played Uno. Okay. Straight Domino? And we played Taboo, the board game, not the 70s porn. Right. I mean. Do y'all do straight Dominoes or 42? Straight or Dominoes. In fact. Who all played? Everybody played. All five of us. Oh, yeah? I'm not sure that I could play a hand of 42 straight up right now if I had to start by my Man, own. I haven't played in years. I love playing 42. Time. I always preferred straight dominoes, but maybe I it's because pref- I played that more. We played more of that, yeah. And uh, Mexican Train? Boy, I, we still play, I only that? played Mexican Train. That was a lot of that fun was, when you had a bunch of people. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, you play that one with... I think you have to have two... Sets, don't you? Do you have to play, or do you play it with double sixes or double twelves or whatever? They had, we had a separate. That's a set separate set. That. Okay. Yeah, and I think I used to have a set, but I might. 
dominoes get lost when you got little kids. They yes, play I, I don't know that I have a full domino set anymore. It ain't full. But yeah, I mean, I we play kind of the same games over and over. We play Risk sometimes, uh, the kids and I do. Uh, game of World Domination? Game of World Domination. You know, I have never played Risk. You Ever? Would, you would not like Risk. I can never. tell you right now, you would not like you don't, it. I, yeah, it's, it's so long. It takes a lot. Now, you want long, and I hadn't played it. Oh, I want long. Of course you do. Since I was hanging out with the radio. <laughs> oh, oh, I want to see that reality show <laughs> hanging with the go- Axis and Allies. So I got that. I bought it used. It's a World War II game, like okay. Risk on steroids. Okay. It took me like thirty minutes to get the. I want to be the triple on time. Get the motherfucker set up, and I was like, I'm done. We're not. We played for like maybe fifteen minutes. I was like, No, we're not playing. We're done. And that's how it is. A lot of these games that I collect. Okay, part of it, it's just an obsession. I'm sorry, I'm a hoarder. Okay, there, I've said it. But I do like the cool box art, like that Hangman, and there's a nostalgia for some. It is kind of like buying old albums. Yeah. yeah. But there's also, Not to me, play them once every ten years. But the, Well, the intricacy of how they're played. I also like, how the hell did this get made, in my yeah. mind? I Because like, I have several of them that are from the 70s and the 60s that I'm like, who bought this? Yeah. Who thought this was a good Which, idea? Did you watch Parks and Rec? Did you ever watch that yeah. show? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I hadn't seen the like tri- every episode. The Cones game? Yeah. Where yeah. he invents that, you know, and it's like, what? And it's that D&D crowd that'll, I guess it's the same kind of people that play those weird car, Japanese card things like Pokemon for adults, you know? I wish know? you could see the face he's making as he's talking. And it's so serious. Yeah. It's disgust. So, I taught the kids to play D&D, too. You know, I only play... I played that, like... I had a distant cousin who was into that, who would come into town, like, maybe once a year, and he was all into it. And that's... And, like, I would play it with him, and I thought it was super cool, because he was all into it and everything. Mm-hmm. But that's the only... Like, so I played that a few times with him. Otherwise... I didn't have hardly any exposure to it, but I thought it was really, I mean, when I did play it, I thought it was really cool, but I didn't have, I didn't, you know, right. have a group that I played it with. Yeah. So we played it some, and then we played, I played it a lot in college with some buddies. Did you play it up there at that bookstore? No. <laughs> no, I was not allowed to do that. Yeah. You weren't in that group? It wasn't that group. Um, but yeah, my kids play it. Uh, my oldest. He has a bunch of friends that they play it, and we'll have like. Has the game good with the dodecahedron? Yeah. uh, Can you still buy the game? Oh God, it's probably easier to get now than it ever was. Has it changed as far as they changed the rules? I think they're. Did you play it a lot? No, I thought I've played it once, and it was out of our friend that was your age that lived at the lake. His dad was the pilot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played it one time, and I was like (laughs) the infamous swimming pool. Yes, the swimming pool. Yes, swimming pool of death. That's the only time I've ever played it. I cannot imagine it being anything for you at all. No. In fact, I have to play tomorrow with the kids. Uh, My oldest has already asked. Now, from what I remember, that took a while. Oh yeah, it's and like my oldest plays with a bunch of different groups and a couple of groups of his friends, they'll like split up and have different games running. They'll might play at somebody's house and play this campaign right now. And then next week they'll play at somebody else and play a totally different thing. But yeah, they play hours and hours and hours. I guess it's probably like good birth control from a parent's perspective. Because those are games that can go for days, right? Oh, they go for years. Years, I mean, you just keep playing the same characters if you want. If you had a group of people. Don't you think that bookstore was straight out of stranger things oh absolutely yes yeah like if you told somebody about that bookstore that around where we grew up people would think we we're making that shit up yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. i was asking not to mention the pawn shop the, oh, yes yeah that's that's one that's an in-person that's story. more 70s than 80s really yes that's an in-person the, story if you ever want to know about the pawn shop music store Find me and I'll tell you about that. Yeah, Ooh. I was asking a that story's person at work famous. recently, and I can't remember. I think it was after I watched. And I mentioned this to y'all. Uh, Oliver Stone's yeah, the, untold history of 
America or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very slanted Oliver Stone. But he throws some stuff out there that you're like, huh, yeah, what What if it would have happened this way? Or what if this would have happened, you know, back in the 30s or 40s or 50s? And I was asking this friend of mine who's a hardcore nerd, nerd gamer. I said, are there any games... Hardcore paleontologists? Yeah. That's the worst tab ever on Pornhub. I said, are there <laughs> are there any games that you know of that it's are... It's a dinosaur. <laughs> those little dinosaur outfits humping a girl. That are, And I said, I Walk guess it would... Walk the dinosaur playing in the background. You know, there was SimCity back in the day where right. you... I said, is there anything that is like a history of the world type game to where you can... Civilization. Creative history, yeah, kind of thing, and change thing. To yeah. me, that'd be a pretty cool video game. It's called Civilization. Civil. There's one like that. Oh, Civilization. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a long series of of uh, you should be the Mongols, or you know, you bring up from and villages it, all. But the way up. does it have enough to where if certain things in history would have happened different than other things play out differently? I don't know what the current. But I think yes, you can definitely. Make all, like you're getting into the alternate history type. Yeah, stuff, that's what I'm talking know? about. An, an, I, I an alter. I, I haven't I haven't played Civilization since before it was what it is now. So okay. a long time ago. To me, that'd be interesting. That'd be neat to jack with. To <laughs> neat to jack with. <laughs> yeah, that does. Well, sound I'm just going to tweak this here a little bit and see. Yeah, it sounds. You're, see how the world changes. If Wood you're really tiptoeing into the. Eugenics. eugenics area yeah, exactly if, where if, he's Woodrow, going. if Woodrow Wilson wasn't president why don't you take a kimchi break there Galton <laughs> or if Harry Truman was never elected how would things be different okay <laughs> well, he's real he's really wondering what would happen if Dewey had made it oh, man. <laughs> damn paper and there was something uh, that, it, when you were talking about that game, it made me think of something, and now I've lost it, that was game-related. Or what was it that you were, when you were starting to tell the story about the paleontologist, what were you talking about before, right before that? Hardcore I was never talking history. about a hardcore, paleontologist. Hardcore paleontologist. Rank the ologists for sexiness. For, rank the ologists for sexiness. Sexologist? Okay. How many sexologists are sexy, though? That's true. That's true. What's coming to mind first is, lo- I mean, I'm trying to think of up, higher rankings are going to be tough. Lower rankings, I'm automatically thinking of, like, I mean, I, how many good-looking cardiologists do you know? I don't know how any. How many good-looking neurologists do you know? No. no. I, I did know a hot. South African pathologist one time. Pathologist is definitely higher than cardiologist or neurologist. Mm, I don't know. Path. I, I've only ever met. Dude, have you one I've, female pathologist that I would even look at? Okay, but like I've known a lot of neurologists, and none of those bragging montage right there. <laughs> none of those. What about psychologist? Definitely higher than neurologist. Oh, that's got a lot more cardiologist. potential there. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's probably pretty high yeah. for the ologist. Yeah. Just because there's I so think many females. Zoologist. Uh, I, there might be girls that major in zoology, but how, how are making many of a them living are actual zoologists? What about entomologist? Never met a female what entomologist. What about etymologist? <laughs> what about it? What about, oh, I'll tell you what's going to be the top. Meteorologist. Hey, oh, ding, 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 yep, ding. Yep, that's top. There right you go. There. That's okay, top. We have Trafficologist. Let's, let's, uh, we got to be close to the end. Let's save the actress stories. Hey, we'll save the actress stories. But remind me, I have two because I remembered another one I forgot about. Okay, uh, we did have a Twitter suggestion so tune for some in, ranking. Tune in like winter of this year to right. hear about my two run-ins with famous actresses where I ended up looking like an We still got to read emails idiot. at some point. Oh, uh, God, we do. 
Hold on a second. Oh yeah, we've got we probably got one from Bo from 2017. Yeah, and people have just stopped emailing us because they know we're not reading them, so we need to get back on that. Yeah. Okay. We need to redeem so this ourselves. is from Tracy, one of our female listeners. Next episode too, we may just need to do straight emails. Yeah, that would yeah. be probably a good thing. And this is rank these TV shows from the 70s. Okay. Who is this from? Tracy. Tracy on, on Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Okay. Here's the list in no particular order. Welcome back, Cotter. This is because it started because he misspelled heavy it. misspelled Cotter earlier today. Did I really? Oh yeah. How'd I misspell it? C instead of a K. And it's oh, it is a K. Yeah. Isn't it? You yeah. of all people. Yeah, should, you would should have got yeah. the K. I mean, all right. Coffee cup. Country corner. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. WKRP. Barney Miller. All in the family. Taxi. The original Bob Newhart show. Get smart. Mary Tyler Moore. Good Three's Lord, company. I'm about to write these down and remember and all this. And Son. Well, we're going to make this quick, okay? Because we're going to kick Get Smart out because it's 60s. Yep. All right? So, cultural impact, all in the family has to be the top. Yeah, it's yeah. number one, I say. And it's funny. Yes, it's, but, it is funny. But as far as like our wheelhouse, it's not going to be the top. Uh, it's, it's for me out of those. No. It, no. To me, it's either WKRP. Be WKRP. Or Three's Company. Yeah. Probably WKRP on strength of schedule. I think WKRP and Three's Company are definitely one, two. As yeah. far as in our wheelhouse? I, and I would say so. I mean, All in the Family is the, is a be, the best show. I but, watched it more than I watched WKRP. Oh, no. There's no way. I watched so much WKRP. I think I've seen every episode of that and Three's Company. Yeah, and I know I haven't seen every episode of All in the Family. All in the Family so holds up, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's solid. such good. a good show. Yeah, um, the one the one where she passes away oh, still makes yeah. me cry. Yeah, that's tough. Now, the slippers Son, in the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So here's the deal with Sanford and Son. Oh yeah, that's a good Son one. On there? Sanford Son's on. Oh here. shit, that's but solid. It's solid, but it's kind of the same. They, if you think about, so. We I just think I may out, have seen every one of those, too. Though. We just called out how there are these hard-hitting moments in All in the Family, right, that mm-hmm. you think of. There are episodes of WKRP that are pure gold that you think of, like the turkeys, yes. right? <laughs> Can you call out any specific episodes of Sanford and Son? Because in my mind, they just blur together. It's like a nonstop Lamont trying to do something. And Fred, I definitely remember, but this is this is a uh, and there's cops every once in a while, right? This know? is um uh an outlier because you remember this with everyone, but I definitely remember the last one I where he's li- where he leaves, right? Um, I don't know that I've ever seen the last Sanford and Son. I just love there were so many little things about that show, like yeah. when he would reach into that drawer for and all those glasses are in there, right? That <laughs> killed me every time. <laughs> And I don't care how like stereotypical it is that when he did the Elizabeth thing. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it got me every time. He, he was great. And him and the arguments between the him and his, Page. And his yes. sister-in-law. Yes. I'm gonna rank for our wheelhouse taxi at the bottom. Yeah, and you know I never cared that much. For taxi. My my dad loves Taxi, and I've just I think never it was partly because that theme song was so damn depressing. Such an ass whip. That, that's that and Mash are like two of his favorite TV yeah. shows. I watched that the time hell out of Mash. Period. I never got into Mash. I didn't either. Yeah. But Mash, the is, movie, loved the movie. Never great. seen the movie. Oh, the oh. movie's the movie's not anything it's like Robert the TV Altman, show. Man. Yeah, you would love it. Yeah, and and the like the first two seasons of Mash are just a comedy. Yeah, and then you get into the Alan Alda starting serious to moments, serious, and, and then you by the end you got him having dream sequences with. He's armless in a rowboat, you know what I mean? Right. It, yeah, it yeah. got real esoteric. It's real. I uh, only saw, I, I didn't watch a lot of those. I never got, so that's definitely out for me. This I wa- is ranking our favorites. Well, this is just, we're just kind of, there's no, this list is two list. Uh, but Barney Miller for theme song. It's a good theme song. Very good. Not as good as Sanford and Son. No, Very no. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And Three's Company. Top that- theme song's got to be Sanford and Son. And Simon and Simon, right? Yeah, I'm putting Simon and Simon above, yeah. but yeah, Sanford Simon. Jefferson's, oh, Jefferson's shit. good that too. Shit, yeah, that's good. That holds up. That's good. Boy, have you watched the first episode of the Jeffersons? 
Mm, Whoa, they come out Intense. swinging hard. Oh, really? Coming out, coming in hot. There are some Stuff. words that you do not say on network primetime TV anymore. Or podcasts. Or podcasts. <laughs> I mean. It was definitely the alternative to the to All in the Family. I mean, just a continuation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, uh, yeah. Wow. It's solid. Anyway, I think we've probably done enough service. It, it's a good list. Uh, I'm going to put Three's Company probably about third or fourth on there. Yeah. I watched a In lot of Bob Newhart, too, but it, it runs together, too. Original yeah. Bob Newhart? Original Bob Newhart. Uh, I would say top three that I watched the most of were KRP, Three's Company, and Sanford and Son. But as far as holds up, like that, that original Newhart show holds yeah, it's up. Yeah, I've gotten to where I watched that good. on Hulu a lot. Yeah, it's still good. I watched a lot of that Newhart, the second one. I love that one. To, oh, see, I good. like the second one. Second, I like Newhart show better right. than the first one the original one was <laughs> so such a smart and show new bob newhart to me is just so freaking funny and always has that album been. some of his those albums, albums are, have you ever listened I mean, to those insane. i've listened to them on youtube yeah, yeah. Dude, was mary tyler moore show on there yeah mary tyler moore See, that, show's on there. that's more 70s to me but that is so good well that's what the she wanted to know it was well and it's shows. well made i think it went too long Though, yeah, because I always liked it, but I didn't watch a ton of it. Yeah, and I liked the early seasons better when it was kind of a tighter group, and then you started it kind of got. Who was the uh, Ted Knight? Ted yes, Knight. I loved Just him. Ted Knight is so he was great. great. That was a stellar cast. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a I mean, humongous cast. And great how cast. young was Ed Asner then? I know he's he like thirty five. Yeah, he yeah. had to have been in his early forties, late thirties, I think. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like early 40s now. Yeah. At least. Yeah, Bob Newhart to me is one of the funniest freaking guys in the way he delivers his shtick. I, he, I love there him. In, I'm, I was somebody, we were talking about this the other day, and we were trying to think of moments you laughed the hardest during childhood. And the one show that kept sticking out for me was definitely the Carol Burnett show. Oh yeah. When they would when when Conway and Corman would lose it on there and start making each other laugh. I like that old that and I know it came up a lot when Conway passed away, but that old Dennis skit <laughs> still <laughs> yes. makes me laugh out loud. Yeah, it was a it was a great that show. show. I love that show. Man. When did that go off the air? Oh, well, it, it was I don't, on for a it while. It was a long time. Mid 80s? Early 80s. Early 80s. But it was on for, what, seven, eight, nine years, something like that? Yeah, or maybe longer than that. So, Mary Tyler Moore tried to have a comeback in, like, 78 or 79. And I want to say it was the year there was the big television strike. So, they were doing lots of shows that they didn't need writers for. Mm. And they had she had, like, a, this variety show comeback. It had Michael Keaton Love David Michael Letterman Keaton. in the cast. Oh, wow. In this variety That'd show. That would have been good in court. Michael Keaton, one of the most underrated oh, of all time. Oh, so yeah. good. He's so, everything he's in is good. I tell you, looking back at some of I the. I have enjoyed Gung Ho. Absolutely. I need to rewatch that. I hadn't seen that since it came out. Little Ken Watanabe. Everything he's in, he's good. The, uh, I tell you one that I will <coughs> stop down and watch every time, and to me it is still great, is Dick Van Dyke. I never watched that show. I really? love no, that that's show. that's a good show. It's a good show. It, he's we, funny. The one that y'all are going to kill me for, like, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of that. Also, never in my life seen a full episode of Andy Griffith. Yeah, we know that. Oh, my God. I love that show. Yeah. I know that breaks your heart because you're a big fan, but I never I watched really that show. I really like show. that show. It's on Hulu, Again, too. Again, the theme no song. One. So depressing. Oh, it's a great no, theme song. Depressing. Okay, so I tweeted about this the other day, but let me give you a recap, because I actually watched the whole movie. Just Alright, thanks. Stop! I'm depressed now. Okay, Okay, so Andy Griffith has has a long, hard run. He's typecast. He's made a couple of movies where he's still kind of the same thing. It's the 70s. He wants to break out. 
And boy, does he. So he gets a made-for-TV movie called Pray for the Wildcats. With the Shat. With Shatner and Robert Reed from the Brady Bunch. It looks like something Bruce Dern. Robert Reed. The dad from the Brady Bunch. And then this crazy-looking guy that was in the Charlton Heston Earthquake movie. He plays a crazy National Guardsman. can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. But Andy Griffith is this owner of this big earth excavation equipment company and he's trying and they're trying to get his advertising account and that's what robert reed and shatner are you watched the movie oh and angie dickinson's in it too oh yeah she's robert reed's wife and how bad is the movie the wife from jaws the chief's wife is shatner's wife in it how bad is the movie the blonde it is terrible okay But here's what you get out of it. You get Shat. And I'm going to spoil it for everybody because nobody else is going to go watch no, this I'm piece gonna, of shit. No. Shatner's suicidal because he's been fired from the agency, but he's carrying on until things blow over. Blow over. He's going to kill himself in the Baja Desert and make it look like an accident. Angie Collect Dickinson's, the insurance money. Right. Angie yeah. Dickinson has been having an affair with him. Mm. She's ready to get divorced with Robert Reed. Okay. And Andy for Griffith. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Is a lecherous horn dog drunk? I'll be. Now who, we're who tries to dance with a hippie girl after he's had like a shitload of tequila, and then wants to fuck her and tries to buy her boyfriend off so he can fuck her. And when he won't do it, he tears up their van and leaves them for dead. Uh, and they die in the out in the baja. Out in the baja. It's terrible. Wow. It's absolutely awful. Definitely a departure. Right. But. Then came Matlock. Then came Matlock. Actually, Salvage 1 came after that, where he's a junk man that makes a rocket to go salvage the Lunar Lander. Oh, I'll be damned. That was a TV show. Really? I missed that one. Yeah. I want to say, I can't remember who the, uh, it may have been the dad from uh, Silver Spoons, I think, was on there too. Home of the great Aaron Gray. Anyway, pray for the Wildcats if you got an hour and a half and you just want to watch something that's no absolutely way. terrible. Did y'all ever watch that documentary I told y'all to watch? It's a three-parter called Decade Under the Influence. About I did, the movies yes. of the 70s. That's an awesome no. documentary. Isn't it good? Yes. I've seen that thing like five times. I, I've watched it twice, and I might go watch it it's again. three different parts of the movies of the 70s, and you realize how many great movies were made during that time because it really was the Wild West of right, movie and making. how it changed, mm-hmm. you know, how it flipped from... Is like on, all the Robert Corman movies and all... Do what? Is it on Amazon? Uh, no, I think YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube? You can definitely watch it on YouTube. I got to bring you that Corman autobiography. You would dig it. Yeah. It's not a great book, but it gets you into Corman's world. He talks and then what he, he interviews do? all the people. Oh, a Corman? shit ton of yeah. movies. Uh, well, so the big thing that Corman did is... He made a bunch of movies you wouldn't even. But he gave a lot of about. famous people their start. That was okay. his. He created um, like Hopper and Coppola yeah. and all those guys. And Fonda. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Nicholson. Nicholson. So really? he got okay. he had a way that he would come in under budget, and he produced a lot. He directed a lot, but eventually got to be a producer, and so a lot of guerrilla filmmaking. Yeah, like they made this movie called Gas about uh, is kind of Kimchi. the '60s. Yeah, the hippies, this gas killed out everybody over a certain age that the government accidentally let loose. Okay. And they filmed it down here in Dallas when they're first building Central mm-hmm. and uh, in 635. And so 635 hadn't been opened and they're driving along yet. It's pretty cool. But um, it's got Ben Vereen and Cindy Williams from Laverne and Shirley and a couple other people you don't know, but... You need to watch that documentary, though. Okay. If you love movies, you will love it. It's really good. All right, well, that's enough. Okay, next time we record. Yeah. Sometime in December. Probably. Talk to me. We will. Christmas episode. Do your actress stories. And just as a teaser, this doesn't just involve famous. The first story involves a pretty famous actress. The second story that I remembered when I was thinking about retelling the first story involves an extremely famous actress. Both of these actresses also have extremely famous actor husbands. Oh. Okay, not to take away from this, but I've been 
had this in my mind, and I keep forgetting about it every time we record, and it's been like two years now almost. When I was up in Canada a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Is this when you did your change? Yes. I stopped at a Canadian Tire, which is a store that they sell more tires. than just tires. That's but the most Canadian name for a Canadian <laughs> Tire shop in the history. Well, they Canadian sell like, Tire. It's almost like a, a sporting goods store, tires, and home improvement. It's a weird combination. Nice. It's like a Montgomery Wards. Without clothes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, as I was walking, and this is in the it's hinterland. Like an Otasco. Hinterland <laughs> of British Sears. Columbia, way past north of, uh, not quite to Whistler, but north of Vancouver. South of the Mackenzies. An Asian man was walking, uh, probably 60s-ish Asian man was walking out towards, the, towards me as I was going in. At first, I thought he had ear pods in because that was new. Mm-hmm. But as I got closer to him, I realized that he had cigarettes stuck in his ears. Not lit, just cigarettes. Okay. <laughs> Full cigarettes? Full cigarettes in each ear. Okay. I can't explain that. I don't know if that's a thing. Was it loud in there? I mean, it sounded like Canadian tires. I don't, I don't mean, no. What, how it loud like would it have store? to be that you would put cigarettes in your ear? I, I, don't, I don't know. This sounds like a illness issue. Yeah, and he he had that's a, a guy I want the backstory on. He had a young younger Asian lady with him, so I don't know what was going on. Hmm. And since it was Canada, they didn't speak English, so I didn't talk. Right, you hadn't brushed up on your French. Yeah, there's so many French speaking Asians in uh, British Columbia. So I I'd been forgetting about that. I made a note. Because it popped in my head the other day, and at first I thought they were ear pods, but I can definitively say they were cigarettes. They were cigarettes because I could see the it was and it was filters in. Well, that makes sense. Well, that's better. the ear canal. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, but I wasn't now, sure. If now that's it like all a, makes sense. Yeah, if that's like an ear infection thing. I really wish they both would have been lit. That'd have been awesome. And then just blowed smoke and out his, his mouth. mouth. <laughs> That'd <have> been great. <laughs> When was the last time? Okay, so you left. Guy. You last left the country about a year ago, year and a half. Year ago. and a half ago. When was the last last time you left the country, Ty? I'm not really at liberty to say. Okay, I have a nephew who is going to be an exchange student this year in Germany. Whoa! Is he going to ask if they've got any little person Hitlers? Because I, I, I think that'll get you in trouble. Over yeah, there I don't. Now. That hadn't been brought up. Is he borrowing any of your gear? But <laughs> I may go visit him in Germany. You realize you got to get a passport, right? I don't. Because <laughs> it's the motherland. <laughs> Maybe uh, spend some time in Switzerland as well with... Love the Swiss. There's no way... Radio there's no way you have... You just said your wife's Yeah. Name. Oh, shit. With <laughs> my wife's... Uh, oh well, yeah, now it's now fine. it's fine. With There's no way you have an active passport. Old uh, exchange student. Do some heroin with him. I'm America's favorite. I don't need a passport. I, that's what I picture it saying on the passport. Mm-hmm. America's favorite. It's just him doing the Neil deGrasse hands. Be like uh, on Ron Parks Swanson, and Rec. Yeah. yeah, Ron Swanson. He <laughs> yeah. guy comes. You got a permit for that? And he pulls it out of his pocket. <laughs> and he got. This is just a piece of paper that says I can do what I want. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, I hope you do, because I can't wait to hear those voice memos. Boy, no kidding. I want you to document that trip heavily. Yeah, just get Miss Longmire. I'll send this recorder, and she can just record you Man, ranting. how much beer and chocolate are you going to down on that trip? Oh, how much... How in, much sausage? How much sausage? How much you in, love intestinal yeah. distress? Oh, and those man. toilets aren't made for you. Dude, you're going to take so many hard shits. But it's shits. almost like American food. No, it's, it's sausage not. sausage and cheese. It and ain't the same, dude. Kraut. Dude. dude it's hamburger. Those. No, that's that's the name of the town. Those <laughs> those little toilets are not going to be ready for your no. ass. They got heavy uses, heavy uses the bidet. Oh. Yeah. Why is this water fountain so low? Man. And sh- tiny little, <laughs> tiny little uh, hotel rooms. You think that's going to go over well? I want I want a, a paperback version of Heavy Goes to Berlin. Yeah. Fully illustrated. Yes. Germany is one of the countries I would like to visit. I bet. It's gorgeous over there. I bet you would. Yeah. 
I am. What is that you're doing with your legs? I am. Why is your arms kind of at a partial? I mean, that is my heritage. Angle. Belgium, German, Scottish, Irish. Yeah. And Welsh. It's what we. I mean, we've always referred to as your people. Yes. Can you? I can. Where's it at? The western part of Britain. All right. What is? Wales. Oh. That's testing him. I know he loves maps. I know. I love maps. He does love maps. He's a regular. I love maps. Imagine, you know, how uh, Bob Balaban's character in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, he used to be a cartographer. Imagine that whole role with America's <laughs> favorite. Oh, man. Uh, Having to deal with Francois Truffaut. What? Huh? What? Yeah. Uh, you ever want to get into something interesting, and I'm talking to you, not him. Uh, did you ever see Fahrenheit 451, the Truffaut version? No. So, Oscar Werner plays the the main character, uh, and him and Truffaut had worked together before, but they had a total falling out to the point where they hated each other by the time the movie's over. Yeah. And Oscar Werner just goes and gets his haircut fucked up to fuck with Truffaut's continuity and stuff. It's fascinating, all the stuff that went on, because drinking too hard, they're in England, yeah. nobody speaks English. Mm, good stuff. They're I'll in England. Right. Nobody speaks English. Truffaut didn't speak English. Oh, got, I got Oscar you. Werner I got is, you. You, know, you know, Julie Christie did. Oh, Julie Christie. Who's Please. Oscar Werner? You wouldn't know him. Okay. Uh, like a director? He he's know Julie actor, Christie? He's dead. Okay. You know Julie huh? Christie? No. Who's Man. she? What'd she do? Just, well, she was Laura in Dr. Zhivago. She's in Shampoo. Yeah, Shampoo. She was in, uh, uh, what's the one with Donald Sutherland where they had the real Clint? sex? No, that's not Clint. That's, that was uh, Sutherland. Fonda. And, I'm Fonda. That's what I'm thinking of. I want to watch Dr. Zhivago. I love Dr. Yeah, Zhivago. Good. Yeah, you've talked about it since we were. Uh, I, it's a beautiful film. Young it's teenagers. It's really yeah, it's the like name a of that movie. Three and a half hour Sutherland movie, isn't it? Where they yeah. had they actually had sex. Yeah, I know the one you're talking scene. about. She is she was she beautiful. I mean, absolutely. Gorgeous. She's still looking damn good yeah, in that still decades looks, of influence. She's still she looks, yeah. And that was ten years ago. Yeah, she years still looks ago. good now, uh, for her age. But yeah, and and Lean and his cinematographer, I can't remember the name, and Shivago, they shoot her and light her. Where she's like this angel in every yeah. shot, and she's so pretty. Oh, she beautiful. She's she fine. fine. All right, you know the drill. I promise you, we will email read your emails if you send them, and if you send us voice memos. Tracy was the lucky one tonight. Well, that was a Twitter. Next episode, we're gonna do straight a whole episode of emails. Right, we need to. And yeah. I will also mention that we have a new female listener named Angie or Angela or something like okay. that. I'm not sure. And she wants us to have Dan in Fort Worth on uh, to talk oh, about yeah. trucker From stuff. what I understand, he has some very good stories. I'm open to that. Now, the problem is Dan's in Fort Worth. Ooh. He got to come to us. And yeah. that's Fort Worth far. Yeah. And that's Africa far. That would yeah. give us an excuse to hit up the barbecue joint. We could go to Heim. I still haven't been there. I never have either. So, if we want to, I will drive so y'all can take naps. naps. I can drink. Well, I was just thinking so you could rest. Yeah, or I could rest. Or I could rest. But uh, we, I'm not opposed to it. We just have to plan out a field trip. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, you know, we'll have a rider. And we can, we can ride. Yeah, I've just seen the only red M&M's. Yeah. Yeah. Straight kimchi. Fresh pair of capas. Yeah. I'm going to need capas. I'm going to need parachute pants. I'm going to need some kimchi. And I'm going to need that latest Loverboy album. Right. But anyway, uh, to that new listener, Angela, Angie, I'm not sure. I think she's redheaded. I'm not sure. Fantastic. Oh, speaking of Angie, before I forget this, I know this is way off topic and we're running late, but or I'll forget it and I won't remember it for like three years. Have y'all ever seen the Altamont documentary, Gimme Shelter? I've seen parts of it. I never have got to watch all no, of it. I, I have not. That somehow missed my radar and now I'm obsessed with watching it. I'm, so I'm going to watch it soon, but I don't know if y'all ever Where's seen it. Where's it at? Right now, is uh, it it's Amazon Prime? It's Amazon, or about to buy? It? Uh, I don't know. I just saw it came up when I opened my okay. account. Okay, I, I did watch that uh, Rio Grande documentary. Yeah, you recommended. yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to go back and watch. It that. was good. Yeah. It's pretty beautiful. country, man. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful country. The yeah, the scenery and everything. In yeah, that is amazing. Brings up some good points. Yeah, sure does. Yeah. 
Put your arm down. All right, so we're getting wrapped up. We're wrapped up. All right, let's wrap I it up. I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. This is a movie about a generation of filmmakers who shook up the system and woke up the world. No one's saying anything. Let's say something. Let's let's make stories about what is. There's so much going on. What are we feeling? Suddenly you could do things that maybe you couldn't have done five years earlier. The energy was unbelievably high. I asked for a yellow light and a red light and a green light. That's all I asked for. I don't care if it's a B-movie. I'm going in and I'm going to kill you. If you were looking for the single... Um, defining phrase that motivated the filmmakers at that time would probably be moral ambiguity. This world was new and open and anything was possible. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. The Last Picture Show. The Exorcist. Bonnie and Clyde. Woman Under the Influence. Easy Rider. Philip from Chinatown. Unmarried Mom. Network Jones. <laughs> IFC Films presents A Decade Under the Influence. Directed by Richard LaGravenaise and Ted Denny. Coming soon to a theater near you. I ordered. Enough with the drive-thru rage. Introducing Taco Bell's Triple Check Drive-Thru. Designed to get your order right. Guaranteed or it's free. Here you go. This is what I ordered. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes! Think outside the bun. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Salley. Good night from Dallas, Texas.